Hello folks, welcome back to the Beefy Boys Bud Club. This is episode two. Of course, you know me as Christian, and I am joined here by Vito and Joe. Yo. What's up? And together we have ourselves a fun episode two lined up. We're going to be discussing some, some you know, college football playoff systems, some Red Dead Redemption 2, and some local artists that we know or good friends of us that are making music. So what we're going to do is we're just going to get the ball rolling. Let's get right into the music business. Um, great friend of mine, his name is Jake Crocker. He's an EDM musician, and he brings a cool, he brings a cool, unique style. He's built his own little drum pad, and it's... Electronic dance music for you, uninformed. Right. <laughs> But he, he built his own drum pad, and he, he performs live with it, and it looks awesome. It looks great. You know, I see his videos on Instagram, and I'm, wa- I'm waiting on the day that I'm actually able to go see him live in concert. He's coming fresh off of his performance at Bumper Shoot. He rocked it. He killed it. And he's bringing out a new single right now. It's coming out, or it's already out. You can find it on Spotify and iTunes, and it's called Fiend. And it, if you haven't heard it yet... Which I know a lot of his fans have heard it. They love it. I've heard it. I loved it. And me not being too big on electron- electronic dance music, it just kind of it says a lot when somebody who doesn't enjoy that kind of music that that often. Like somebody, yeah. I'm not big on it. Yeah. I just, I, you know, I love my country music. I love my metal music, and I love my my rap music. But yeah. but it, I am one to say that I love every kind of music. It, that's kind of like how uh, I don't really like uh, country music that much. But you've definitely introduced me to country songs that I like. Right. <laughs> I, I just got to laugh at your uh, characterization there because, you know, whenever someone loves top 40 and they say what kind of music they like, they say, I like everything except for rap, country, and metal. And you are literally the exact opposite of that person. That does, so. Yes, exactly. It does not mean that you like every kind of music. Liking every kind of music is liking jazz. It's liking country. It's liking rap. Pan flutes. And, you're, you're, you're liking every kind of music, classical, all of it. Yeah, and that's why you say I love all kinds of music. It, well, the second you hear the butt, it, it just takes it all. Away. Well, that just yes. tells yeah. me you like top forty, but you don't know what to call it. You know? Right, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's coming off of his off of his bumper shoot performance that hyped him up, got him going, and you could check out the solo or sorry, this fuck, <laughs> sorry, the single. You could check it out, and um, we'll get you guys plugged in on his merch line. You could check it out at Fortitude on Instagram. It'll have the links to the websites. It'll have the link to his iTunes, his Spotify. He'll have it all. He's a great guy. And I remember back in the, around 2012, kind of when I was, I had I had already dropped out of high school. And I was just kind of like working, making some money, trying to record some music. Just music has always been my life. So it's always been like a number one priority for me, even though people think it's kind of a dumb thing to do to like make it a number one priority. But... Being young, being dumb, yeah, I kind of understood that I, if, if I never tried, it would never happen. So right. Jake was kind enough to, to let me come over to his home studio, and his family's been in my family our whole life, and we grew up together, and you know, along the ways, we, we were separated, but always, every time we were together, it, it felt like we're, you know, felt like we're brothers. So... He would have me over to his house. We'd have to see his family. It's always great to see his family. And we'd sit down. We'd write some shit. And we would record it and just have a blast. And that's just that's all music was to me. was just having a blast. Having a good time. Especially doing it with somebody that, you know, family friend of ours. Super awesome. And the family just welcomes you right in. And it gives you a feeling that you can perform to the next level. 
Um, well, I mean, I feel like everybody has that creative outlet that they need, you know? Like, and if you're not fulfilling your creative gene, once you finally find what you like to do and are good at to get that creativity in, it's this amazing feeling that you can't describe, you know? Yeah. So it's a, it's a great feeling. Cause I've, I've recorded in situations where I'm not comfortable. And it's funny because talking about being in a situation that I wasn't comfortable is actually bringing me into my next, my next, you know, next artist that I'm going to be introducing and talking about. And I remember it was about January of 2013 and, or not 2013, sorry, January 2014. I apologize. 2014, January, brand new year. I felt like I needed to do something to the next level with my music. But at the same time, another good family friend of mine was getting into the rap scene and he was, you know, he was building up a character. He had himself, he had, he had himself a project out already the Gachi Volume One. I, I know I heard it, and it was it's a lot of fun. He was making music to have fun. He had put out a music video when he was. Uh, I, I remember. I think he was in high school. He put the music out. We all saw the music video out. We all saw it. It's fun, and it's funny because even though he was doing all of that and I was doing all of mine, we never really got together and talked about it until we went on a camping trip. And when we went on the camping trip, I remember it was. Seahawks were playing Carolina and then all of a sudden the topic came up of like, oh man, I think I'm going to, you know, write about this little trip somewhat, you know, it's like, oh, what kind of music are you writing? And then all of a sudden it's, oh, well, I, write, I write rap music or hip hop music. And he's like, no, no shit. I do too. And blah, blah, blah. And you could check out, you know, have you checked out my tape and all this? And then that was when we found out about each other's music. That's cool. We bonded, we talked about it and, uh, yeah. And then, you know. He he lived in he lived in San Francisco, but he was back home for a little bit. We all went on this family trip, but then he went back. And when he came back in January, that was when we kind of started talking about what what are we gonna do? Let's make a project, you know? Let's do a project together. And he had he had um, a hookup at a studio called Undercast in Mount Lake Terrace. And I remember our first time going there. I dressed a little too warm. And the studio is a very, it's a very nice place. Studio is nice. It's cozy. You're comfortable. But the problem is, is I made myself uncomfortable. I showed Mm. up like, you know, just like unthinking about it, just like a dumbass. I showed up with like a (laughs) long sleeve and a Seahawks jersey on and, and my Seahawks sweatpants. So all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit, it's, it's hot. I'm just burning up. Isn't that what you're wearing right now? I am ex- wearing <laughs> basically, yeah. I am wearing the exact same outfit, but with a different Seahawks jersey. I'm wearing Br- Bruce Irvin's jersey. Miss him, but I was wearing the Bobby Wagner jersey at the Miss time. Him. It was so fucking hot in the studio, and I, it was just me. It was mainly just me because well, I, I mean, was, you are a beefy boy. I mean, I'm a beefy boy. That's one thing. <laughs> Not only being a beefy boy, but dressing too hot. And then being a little nervous on top of that, having like an yeah. actual professional studio, because I've recorded in home studios and that made me so comfortable. You know, it's, I know who's around me. I know who I'm working with. And in this case, I only knew who Jake was, but he and I had never worked together. So it's like, oh my God, I don't want to fuck this up. And 
I remember. You, had uh, you worked with Jake before this moment? This was our first time working well, together yeah, as far as... really intimidating then in this yeah, like, exactly. professional studio. And that's what made me so hot. <laughs> I was just burning up. You were, I was just uh, you were sweating bullets. And so I go in there. He does his. He does his verse and he kills it. We do. We each do a few takes and then I get in there. I get into the booth and I am nervous as all hell. So we're in the, you know, professional setting. He does his verse. He kills it. And I remember him taking about three or four takes. And I was I was really impressed. And I, it was hard to walk into the booth after him, knowing that it took him three or four takes to get, to get his shit done. And I had my page in front of me. I'm boiling hot. I'm just nervous. I'm like, fuck, I really don't want to mess this up. So sure enough, I mess it up. I mess up a bunch, took like eight or nine different takes. But finally, they they pull me out. They 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 sit there, they talk to me, we all talk together, find out my comfort zone, and they give me tips. And after they gave me the tips, I was calmed down, I was cool, I didn't feel so hot anymore. Went back in there, did my take, and the, you know, the rest was history. We kept going back there repeatedly every two weeks or so to record one song or two songs. And it was a lot of fun. Like being able to do that and work with somebody else for the first time was, it was a lot of fun. It was just a great joy making music and making music is a big part of his life. It's a big part of my life. And it's great to see him out there making moves and he's just brought out a new single. It's called let it ring and you could check it out on his Facebook it's it's a cool song. It's a fun song. It gets me hyped up. Get I feel like it'll get just about anybody that listens to it hyped up. It's, you know, it's a rap song, you know, hip hop, rap. It's got a good bang to it. Um he started rapping because when he was younger, his brother bought a fifty cent album. It was Get Rich or Die Trying. So he stole his brother's Walkman and was listening. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a great, great album. And he he was listening to it more and more and more. And then around the high school years, he got into Biggie Smalls. Ah. And when he got into Biggie Smalls, that was when he was hearing all those those Biggie freestyles. Those are just crucial. Mm-hmm. And when he was listening to those, it, it, it morphed his game. He started playing on Xbox Live, and he would start battle rapping people through Xbox Live, which is a really cool <laughs> idea. I never thought of that. That's and kind I, of awesome. That's, that's so pretty badass. That's like text-based trash talker. Yeah. That's trash talk to the next level on Xbox Live. 11-year-old calling me gay. Like, thanks, bud. (laughs) Yeah, that's... Yeah, that is very true. I thought thought that's cool. That's definitely unique. And, um, yeah, and so we met up. We did that tape, and the rest was history. He's still pushing his music out. We made a music video together, and that was a blast. I remember, I think his friend that filmed the video was Larry Domenico, if I'm correct. Great guy. Worked with us. Filmed downtown late at night downtown because I wanted it to be grimy for my mm. scene. And, you know, we were on the hood of a car. There was smoke. Were you ghost riding? No, I was not. <laughs> car was parked. Our buddy was smoking on the roof. And Damn. good friend, you know, another great friend of mine. We'll get into him in a whole nother topic. He's almost a full show on his own. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we were hanging out, filmed the video. Great time. Got it all taken care of. And here we are now. He's coming out, or he came out with his new single. He's coming out with a project, he said, around January or February. So keep up with him. Check his Facebook out. 
check his music out. You can even check our old tape out. I'm not even ashamed to say it. You can check our tape out because we'll, that shit was badass. We'll put links to both those guys in the podcast description for you. Of course. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have the links to their to their websites and to their Facebook, their Instagrams. And so. All the, all the uh, essentials. All the essentials. <laughs> right. And so, speaking of Xbox Live... You know, we're gonna switch the we're gonna switch the gears here a little bit. That's what we call a master transition. Right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're switching the gears here a little bit because a big, big name came out on Thursday yeah. night at 9 p.m. And I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that Red Dead Redemption Two. Woo! I'll tell you what. I I don't know if you guys have had the chance to play it. Oh yeah. Uh yes. So do I, you both own it? I know. Well, yep. I know Vito. I know your friend. I know your friend has it. I, yeah, I actually you, bought it. Yeah, you bought it too. Yeah, yeah. I pre-ordered oh. it like a month ago, but I've been watching that countdown timer go pre-installed. You know. See, I I bought it and downloaded it and played it in the same day, um, and still got the pre-order bonus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pre-order by like twenty minutes. Jeez. And I never even played the what first game. What is the pre-order bonus? I'm, I'm probably I don't using know. it. Is the, it the, the pre-order bonus is a lot using? of. You get a horse. Is it the horse? The big draft horse. You get yeah. You get you I'm get using? a couple horses. Okay. You get some. I know you get online money. So when online mode comes out, you'll have like a big Which online is November, cash bonus. They're saying. For the beta. That's fine with me. Take their time, because we're busy on that campaign. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've put in six, seven hours in that game, and I've done, like... And Vito, how long would you say you've been playing for, if you had to get Paul uh, Parkett? I think I'm at, like, 12, something like that. Probably. I play it all day on Friday. I'm jealous. I know. I'm jealous uh, of you. I had to work, <laughs> I had to work, work early home, on Friday. Yeah. Work from home. <laughs> Bought it on Thursday, went home after work, and started yeah. playing it, and forgot that I wasn't actually working later. <laughs> and I played it until about 5 a.m. Had to wake up at 9 and go to work. It was pretty rough. I want to say probably about five hours. Okay. Well, you want, you said you had some pretty awesome stories. You want to ro- Well, do we want to start with just our basic impressions, or do we want to roll into our hilarious stories here? Well, I get okay. I'll do basic impressions. We'll we'll keep this real nice and s- simple. You know, everybody's probably gonna have the. I'm assuming everybody's gonna have the same opinion on this. That game. it's awesome. It is fucking yeah. awesome. It's just it's not. It's a little different than I expected. Um, it's it's slower than I think people think it's gonna be. You know, like it it takes a long time to get from anywhere to anywhere. And yeah, it does. It's deliberately paced. I feel like it's intentional though, because like your gang, all like twenty of them are really unique, and none of them are like cookie cutter stereotypes. They no. all have a lot going on. They have their own interpersonal connections. I know I'm a little bit further than you guys, but at one point I had to go fetch a gang member who got himself captured. And when you come back, your gang is having a party, and like people are just wandering around talking to each other. You see who likes who. They suddenly break out in a song, and you can there's like a push a button to sing along. There's cases of beer all over the camp, so you're just getting drunk with your friends. You know, it's fun. It's super awesome. It's and interactive like, in its own way. It's like it's almost it almost feels like an online world. Without it being online, you know, the the NPCs, they're all unique. They're yeah. all super dynamic. If you help somebody home, he'll remember you the next time he sees you. Or if you help somebody around town, they'll remember you. They'll they'll plug you at the gun store. It's a lot of fun. I give the game the highest rating I could give the game because as a, as a person who has been waiting since, you know, since Red Dead Redemption. I mean, you listed it as your favorite game ever. 
last week. It was ar- <laughs> arguably uh, one of there. my favorites. One of top two. One of top say. two. One of top two. And I've waited a long time for this. And it, yeah, of course, everybody is a little scared that they're going to fuck something up. Haven't run into any issues with it. I think I'm still getting used to the mechanics. And getting used to the mechanics has kind of fucked me over sometimes in town. But that's all part of the that's all part of the game. It makes it fun. Yeah. So the the funny thing is, like, I actually think that the controls are really smooth, because I was expecting to fail at like every second of the game because I'm so bad with controllers in general because I'm a PC gamer mostly. But like, I'm I'm like in chapter two now, and like. I've been actually like had no problem doing things, and I've only died like twice or something. Are you uh, are playing with a controller or with a mouse and keyboard? Oh, I'm playing with a controller. Okay, it's not on. It's not on PC. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're playing it on PlayStation. PlayStation. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm the Xbox oh, guy I over here. Trophies with you, so we can see how far along we so, are. So another funny story. Well, is... if I can hit on your control point, I do feel like oh, yeah. a little too many things are mapped to the shoulder buttons where sometimes I'm just Definitely. trying to say hello to someone and I shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oops. Yeah. True. That's exactly what, yeah. That, I mean, true. that, that goes right into my, I have the same, same issue. And this is like the funny story for me. It's, I played through chapter one, you know, the whole mountain ordeal and I, I get into town and I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. I get to see what this place is like. Let's ride into town and see how see what's going on. So I'm riding my horse and I'm like maybe like I'm I'm just right outside of town. Somebody on their horse runs right into me and we flip over each other. <laughs> and I didn't even have a chance to defuse the situation. It's just this guy gets up and starts shooting me. So my first instinct is just blow this dude away. <laughs> so I light this guy up and all of a sudden there's a there's a dude in a carriage right next to me or like in a wagon. And he sees it, so he's a witness. So I shoot him. But then there was another witness down a little bit further away. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He goes into town. Next thing I know, I'm two minutes into being outside of the mountains, and I have a $90 bounty on my head. So I'm running away (laughs) from the law. Running away from the law without any idea on what the map, the layout of the map, where things are. I'm just riding away on my horse as fast as I can, and the law is chasing me. And I had to kill like two or three lawmen, so my bounty went up. Did you fight the law? Fought the law. And the did law you win? Or did I, I won. I won. I got out of there, escaped. It's a weekly clash reference. So I, <laughs> so I go back into town to pay my bounty. Mm-hmm. Get back in town, walk into the post office, and the same thing happened. Or <laughs> I tried to p- tried to pay it, but I hit the wrong button and I hit fired. And I killed the postman guy, <laughs> and all of a sudden it starts all over again. So that that I thought was hilarious. You know, it's like right off the bat, I'm trying to get used to these mechanics, and they're just fucking me up all over the place. And even with that being said, even with it being fucked up like that, it still was, it still was fun, and it was very, very. You know, you, once you learn it, you you figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I found that a good uh, strategy for when you accidentally kill people or trip over them and get wanted is that you can find your witness you can chase after them and then lasso them and like beat them up and then tell them not to tell anybody and then let them yeah go. you can threaten yeah them to you not can you can threaten you. but yeah. if you're in the middle of town there's gonna be multiple witnesses. <laughs> yeah everybody's yeah, watching you <laughs> true yeah. true usually it's just like the one witness though i've, I've seen yeah at least. that's funny um I had this funny random encounter where I was going to the saloon. And you guys are talking about Valentine. Have you either yeah. been yeah. to any of the other towns yet? No, not uh, yet. Not really. Because okay. I went to Strawberry like as well, which are... is like a logging town. Yeah. And it's so different. You know? 
Because Valentine's supposed to be the cattle r- rustling town or whatever. Yeah, it's right. a little mud town. All the towns, I, I imagine, because like I said, I went to Strawberry, which is like a timber town, and it's like it's it's way different. It looks completely different. Like all the houses are log cabins. It's not nearly as muddy. Um, it's more forested. Anyways, nice. but my funny story is I'm going in the saloon in Valentine, and this drunk moron walks through the saloon, bumps into me. And he's getting all belligerent. He challenges me to a duel, and there's no way out of it. So I'm like, all right. So Arthur walks into dueling position. This guy walks across from him, stumbles, and then just falls flat on his face. <laughs> like, I guess I win that duel. <laughs> yeah, Vito, I you remember... said you had a oh, yeah, yeah, hilarious yeah, go ahead, story. So I, I've one. actually got two funny things. One of them is uh, not so much relating to the gameplay. Uh, when I first started playing the game, I was, I was playing it with uh, Jane on the couch with me. Uh, I was playing it with Jane on the couch with me, and... Um, she re- had uh, the only thing she knew about it was the title, and so she actually thought it was a zombie game, and she was she was waiting for <laughs> she was waiting for the horror to happen for it, like as as a Western horror zombie game is what she was thinking, and at every corner she was she was like so is this like a zombie game I'm like no it's just a she's just waiting a Western. for the she's, she's just waiting for the jump scares and I was like that's, that's pretty funny that's because like there's the undead funny. nightmare for yeah. part one yeah like that's the like whole that. zombie DLC which was badass too that was a lot of fun as an expansion on its own i think the ending of that was a little whack but that's that's you know finish that one that's besides no, that reminds me of that office bit where pam accidentally rents 28 days later instead of 28 days and she's like i'm just <laughs> waiting for sandra bullock to have a good time and she's like not in this movie <laughs> all right what's, what's what's the other one hilarious thing was uh, i was it, it's a combo of hilarious things so i went uh i was just like walking down the road and i saw this guy like, dicking around with his horse or something, and was like, come on, doing whatever, fucking, like, <laughs> I had some town he's shit. having some trouble, and so I went over to go see what was going on, and I, like, look at him, and I thought I shot the guy, right, because, like, something happened, but the horse just kicked him, and killed him, his own horse <laughs> killed him, right in front of me. And then ran off, and I so I just. I think I saw, I think I saw actually. I saw like a gameplay video of that uh, somewhere on YouTube. You're like kind of out in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah, or like yeah, next, yeah, to, yeah, next yeah, to the yeah, train track. I think. Yeah, I, yeah, and he's petting his horse, and it kicks him right in the face. See, or whatever. I saw a guy trying yeah. to like reshoe his horse, and it wasn't working, and he's getting frustrated. And then the horse just straight up kicks him, <laughs> so I stole his horse. Yeah, and and so I looted his body and took his hat, and then when I went back to the camp. The, uh, the, one of the ladies there was like, oh, nice new hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I picked I, it thing, up off I, a dead dude. I really like <laughs> hunting in this game, but I'm terrible at it. But I've learned it one shot from a bow on horseback will take out a rabbit. So that's like my favorite thing yeah, to do. Yeah, that's fun. So this rabbit crosses my path and I lock on and my head's turned to the right and I'm going to shoot it. And my horse gallops right under a road sign. So I hit my head on the roadside and just go flying back. Like, oh man, I'm bad. And there's like multiple times, like I figured out if you steal a horse and you press the whistle button, your horse will follow you the whole time you're riding that other horse. So I was trying to steal this guy's horse and I put the whistle button, but Bojack, that's my horse's name, he turned right in front of me and I straight up T-boned him and I killed the horse I had stolen. (laughs) Okay, I guess I'm riding you again, BJ. (laughs) I was, yeah, I was shooting, I was shooting somebody who had like robbed a carriage and like killed everybody on there or whatever. He was like kind of down by the, down by the river. So I'm riding past him. He's like, oh, you might want to get away from me. You want nothing to do with this. 
just having fun, I pull out my gun and I try to shoot him. I accidentally shot my horse in the head. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I killed my horse. Poor horse. Like, I, I feel so bad whenever I hurt, hurt the horse. I feel I feel so bad horses, for him. Yeah, you know? it, it makes yeah. you just want to keep petting yeah. them and, and brushing them and yeah. feeding them. And, I even but yeah, feel bad. it sucked. Just... That was my bonded horse. I had a good bond with this horse and I just shot it right yeah. in the face. It was before I even went into went into the grocery store or, or the... You know the town store to buy like all my horse essentials. So uh, on that point, my my friend, um, uh, I don't remember how his horse died, but his horse died, and he was like uh, freaking out about it a little bit, and and then it saw that it could be uh, revived with the horse driver. Yeah. And then he had this huge adventure, like with bandits in between and stuff, going to the town and coming all the way back to his horse and reviving it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So if your horse is dead. And you go back and find him, you can revive him I guess even so. after he's dead. Yeah. I didn't know that. He had that big old adventure, and so I assume he got his horse back. <laughs> I didn't know that. I had to. I didn't know that either. I oh. just ran all the way back to town. It took me forever, but I hunted on my way there and took some took some bunny pelt. I couldn't take the meat just because I didn't have any. You have a horse. I didn't have a horse. On. Yeah, so I couldn't put how it many, on anything. Do you guys know how many bunnies you can hang on the side of your horse? Because I've gotten two. Can I get more than that? I've only gotten two. I think you can okay. hang two things on each side of the horse, and then one big thing over the back. Well, but if yeah, you have like you, deer pelts and stuff, you can lay those. Yeah, you can lay those right over, over the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't know how many. But like a buffalo pelt takes up the whole fucking thing. I don't know how many like deer pelts you can put on there. I think you can put as many as you want. That's pretty cool. But I, I haven't really hunted all that much. I haven't played it all that much as much as I've oh, wanted to. Yeah. I've been I've been just it's been Honestly, a that's what I'm doing after the show. few days. <laughs> Honestly, I'm probably gonna do that later tonight <laughs> as Vito, well. Vito, you mentioned Jane was watching you and confused about the zombie thing, which is hilarious. I Aro was watching me play and I really I saw Buffalo and I'm like, Well, I'm definitely gonna go kill a buffalo. <laughs> so I whip up my bow and arrow like I do with everything else and I shoot this buffalo right in the face and like nothing happens. Like five more shots, nothing happens, but the buffalo don't really scatter like the deer do, so you can just hang just out. Keep so then I said, it. "Fuck that! I'm just gonna, I'm going to kill this buffalo." And then it was like impossible to tell which one I had shot. So I'm pretty sure I injured about twenty buffalo. I broke out my repeater and just then <laughs> I just boom, 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 boom. Like, I want a buffalo. And then I wonder, I'm like, okay, when I skin this thing, it's going to be very realistic. So like, just be aware. It's just like what. Why? Why? Why would anyone put this animation in here? Oh like, yeah, the animations—it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. When you when you skin a bunny and you just like grab <laughs> it and rip all the fur off in one go, I'm like, holy shit, that was badass. Yeah. And I, you know, I have yet to hunt a lot of other animals, but I've gotten some some deer pelt and just seeing the way that he does it, it's yeah. awesome. It's cool. And the dead eye system is great in this game. Yeah. I think it, it works perfectly. It's just the right amount of Deadeye that you need to get everything done. Yeah. I've never had the ch- like never had a moment where I'm stuck without Deadeye because I didn't have like enough time to use it. And I'm still learning on like what keeps your Deadeye up. I know that coffee does. Yeah, and, no, and well, smoking really. But now that I figured out too, the cores yeah. versus bars system pretty well and what fortifying does i feel like i'm a lot better at dead eye and then like stamina i'm not draining my core all the time trying to keep the yeah the i don't know really back. what's going on but it's been using lots of tonics and, and yeah, tonics so yeah the tonics it's not that well explained the the circular bar is your is the bar and then the the icon is your core right your core is how fast your bar refills if your bar is empty it will start draining your core so um, that's how it works. And then, yeah. like, yeah, you need food to refill them, or provisions, they're called. So, right. like, alcohol refills stamina. 
mm-hmm. cigarettes will refill dead eye and food but will doesn't the alcohol also health. affect your health too yeah like it'll take your health down a little bit but it'll improve your yeah what, what is it what was it that you said dead your, eye. Yeah, right, no, your stamina, stamina. stamina and it's cool that it's yeah. it's cool that they have it like that where one thing is good for something else but it'll affect your health or your stamina yeah. or dead eye or whatever but i yeah i remember i got in the town and i just got into a big bar brawl beat up that big dude and then you're all covered in mud and it's like oh go find a hotel room and fucking take a bath did you I'm pay like, the 50 <laughs> extra cents to have the lady come bathe you or whatever <laughs> yeah i did i did but it was i love that i gave you the option it's like <laughs> do it or don't do it you're like you just stare at it you're like uh i don't know i, I don't know what i want to do but yeah i did it just because it's there so I, I did it tried it out i thought it was hilarious and you could do like the small talk. You could keep small talk. It's very rock star game. Yeah, it is very rock star <laughs> oh, gamey, totally. and it's 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 hilarious. It is. There's hilarious. just so much to do, and every system feels so deep. Like I just unlocked fishing, which is like, okay, there's a whole other world to explore. And yeah, I, I haven't even gotten have, that far. No, it's a little. It's pretty deep into chapter two. It's behind a story mission. You will find it, obviously. I don't know if you guys have gone to any of the strangers at all, but so far all the ones I found are just like these long involved like collectible quests. You know? I found one stranger, not really a stranger, but it was like a location. It was like a little bit outside of uh, a little bit outside of Valentine, and it's got like some dude who's like completely disemboweled and he's all ripped up. Did you guys find that? It's like no. underneath underneath like a little passageway. But it's a whole side mission. You get a clue and all that, and it's cool. But I'm, I have nowhere it, to go from there. Did it have, like, the white circle with the question mark? No, like, it doesn't. It just has yeah. an X. All oh, there okay. is is just the X for a corpse. I so see. when I saw that, I was like, wait, I'm going to go loot this body. I go down there, and it's just fucking blood everywhere. Yeah. There's guts, Ooh. and then this dude's just ripped up apart. And I'm like, wow, what have I walked into yeah. here? And then you find a clue and whatnot, and then that kind of kickstarts like an unofficial side quest mission that is probably going to take a little bit. It's going to develop more and more like as the game goes on, but I'm not sure where it goes now. Cause that's all I found, but it's, <clears throat> it's right outside of Valentine. I don't know exactly where it is, but it's, okay. it's not far away. You guys will see. I mean, that you also guys... might've been just a random event for you. True. Oh, Maybe True. you just got in a fight with a wolf or something. <laughs> no. all, all of the side quests I've done have been picking up ladies who fell off their horse. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so those are those are what they call the um, like cha- I don't know random encounters. The straight there are stranger quests, which you know how on your map you have a yellow circle with initials. That's yeah. like a main story mission. Yeah. These start as white circles with question marks, and then when you learn the people's names, they'll have their initials too. Yeah. Like the first one I got was like go take out some gunslingers, so you learn the quick draw system anyways there's a bunch of them and there's all sorts of collectibles that you guys aren't even aware of yet then so. yeah i'm, I'm yeah. ready i'm ready to keep, keep learning about that yeah. and keep going in there and figuring out new stuff also do you guys use the cinematic camera at all i've used it a few times i found it but i didn't use it here's a trick if you open your map and you set a waypoint open cinematic camera hold x or a or whatever and your horse will just follow the trail to your waypoint so you can just look at it from cool camera that's, that's pretty awesome cool because yeah. i've been looking for an autopilot <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's what i'm saying yeah it's very deliberately paced and slow but then like i love hunting so i'm like oh i saw 
What's that weird antelope thing? <clears throat> I'm going to get it. Oh, damn it. But I'm really bad at hunting. <laughs> yeah, it's like you might as well hunt on your way to your yeah. location. I get, oh, definitely. I always get super distracted on my way to somewhere. But I don't know if you if guys have gotten the notification that your animals decompose if you leave them on your horse for too long. So, like, yeah. you can't just... Yeah. I, I, I heard about that from my friend first, yeah. so I just haven't yeah. had that happen yet. I, I knew that right off the bat. Yeah. But I've never had the opportunity to have my animal go bad. I just take it right back to... Dutch's camp, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, speaking it? of the camp, I always donate things, and I always donate money. I don't know how. I don't know if you guys have found out the donating system mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. But do you guys donate a lot, or do you guys? Are oh you, yeah, I haven't really donated at all. I mean, if this was Westworld, I have the whitest of white hats. I always do the best thing possible. <laughs> but I've donated money like crazy. I don't know. I've if, killed if, so many town folk. I feel so bad about it. But see, it's all on accident because it's it's just me fucking up the controller, but. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to work my way up there. I built up some good karma. I helped some drunk dude get home. Like The, you have the, the one where you just point? You point, yeah. <laughs> you, you have the opportunity to send him a completely different way. I really wanted to do that, but I was like, ah, my karma in this town is pretty shit. So you I met the like, creepy one-armed uh, war vet in Valentine yet? No, not yet. Oh, I, like I said, man, I, I barely played it. I yeah, played like it one enough. Of those, he's like one of those white dots. He's just there all the time. and he's. Just, uh, he's I've played it enough to kind of like... <laughs> talk about it and have like yeah. my own opinion of it and know the mechanics and shit but i haven't played in depth to know a lot about the story or side missions side quests i haven't gotten in a duel yet yeah is well, it, it is it, a duel it, is a duel system better than it yes. was in yes part in part one because i feel like in part one it, it was a little random yeah it felt like i mean it might have not have been for everybody else because they might have known how to do it but for some reason, I never learned how to do it. In all of my years of playing that it's game, it's pretty simple. Never found out how it's to do just, it. Like they want you to like slowly press your trigger and then aim and shoot, and the guy's just moving in really slow motion the whole so, time. Yeah, so it's so almost the same. So you can either same... disarm him or hit him in the face, but mm. it doesn't have that weird meter thing that's going on in the old one or whatever. I hate losing my hat. You don't even get it back. I know it's on your horse. Yeah. No, I know that, but, yeah, but I just I, I hate, hate getting it shot off yeah. in like combat, <laughs> yes, and it's like annoying. fuck. I have to go find my hat. I like the cinematic kill cam though. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it is cool, but I've been trying to figure out what's up with the cinematic I kill cam. Just, yeah, is I it think just random? Runs. I think it's just random. Yeah, I've only had it once. For sure some reason, I thought it was like maybe it's headshots. You know, maybe it's like long distant headshots. Yeah, but this is like blast someone away with a shotgun at close range sometimes, and it just and then I realized when I when I was in another gunfight that it happened just randomly, and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. It's not, not long-distant headshots. Oh, my God. So I loved in the train scene, right? You're probably supposed to, like, take cover, turn around, shoot. I just charged through everybody and punched them in the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just ran right through that. with the. I think you have the repeater by then. Yeah. Yeah, you have the repeater because yeah. you took out that town in the mountains. And then I just ran right through the train. No, Like you did. No cover. Just pow, pow, pow. Just shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, and then... For me, it was all fists. Fist of oh, Fury, fist? man. Mm. Wow. I, I just ran in, punched a guy into a corner, ran in, punched another guy into a corner, so I, I, all the shots were going down the center, and I was just on the sidelines punching people. I find I'm absolutely awful at stealth. Anytime they're like, let's try and be quiet here, they immediately spot me, and I was like, okay, just a gunfight now, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm not good <laughs> yeah. at the stealth aspect of it either. I've gotten yeah. a few stealth kills with uh, Bill Williamson. I stealth kills. Yeah. I got, I got you, a few. If you equip your knife and sneak up behind someone. But what I thought was <laughs> weird was... They catch you if they hear you walking or talking. And the problem is, is is when I was with Bill Williamson, he wouldn't shut the fuck up. So yeah. we were walking behind some, like, two I don't of... I uh, Bill Williamson. Uh, Bill, 
Bill's a piece of shit. <laughs> and he, he was in are the first guys, one, too. Are you guys, like, far enough along that you feel like you know, like, most of the... Because there's so many people There's a lot camp. of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a lot I of them. Really I have the know, ones I like you know, and the ones you know I don't that like. John Marston, you know that John Marston took, like, a year leave. And that's why the, Arthur hates him. That's why yeah. Arthur is so pissed off at him. And then... I just know that Bill is just a prick. Because he was in the first one. He was a gross piece of shit. Yeah. And he is in, in this one, too, but... He's also in the gang, so you kind of like have to have his back no matter what. Yeah. And but, um, so we're we're doing some stealth shit, and he won't stop talking. <laughs> he just keeps talking, and all of a sudden, two of the gang members turn around, spot us, start shooting us. And I'm equipped Jeez. with my knife, so I'm getting lit up from all ends. I'm like, <laughs> well, that was I know. unsuccessful because he wouldn't shut the fuck up. I think my favorite character, I'm really bad with names, which is why I, I, I just can't be bad with names. And so once I play some more, I'll, I'll know other names and stuff. Um, probably, <laughs> but, um, well, I mean, I know that that's like a, that's a veto thing. Yeah. Veto's just not good. With I me. just wish there was like a yeah. compendium, especially for the women, because like, I feel like I never interact with them unless they're all in a group and I just cannot remember their names. But, but, but. I, d- I do know that my favorite one so far is the, uh, the guy who first, um, Shows you how to hunt, and he is like hands injured and safe so to shoot. Oh yeah, that that dude's a badass. He's such a badass. Is that the half Indian, half black guy? Yeah, yeah. Char- Charles is his name. I like yeah. him a lot. Yeah, Charles like is cool. There's sometimes I had this like side activity where he wanted to go hunt a buffalo, and it was pretty awesome. He, yeah, I won't yeah. tell you how it ends, but it's pretty badass. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like I think, him a lot. Micah is the one I hate the most. He's Micah is annoying. The one who lit the cabin on fire at the end of chapter one. Oh yeah, yeah. he's the like worst. Uh, Bill sucks. The two drunk idiots, Uncle and the priest, whose name I can never remember, are the worst. And yeah. I don't really like the cook <laughs> either with his stupid top hat. Hey, the, I, the cook I, is I, just <laughs> the cook, dude. I, I mean, I don't I don't care too much about yeah. him. But he, I mean, the cook's the cook. I like Whatever. Dutch a lot. Dutch is Dutch he's, is cool. Yeah. He's he's like it's weird because you you know if you played Red Dead Redemption one yeah you know what the whole objective is and you know what happened to well, John. Well, I Marston couldn't remember the story. I watched like a half hour recap today, so I right right you're feel fresh on the story. To, up, up See, on I, I so I actually have not played the first one or heard anything about any of the story. So this is a cool experience for me because apparently it's a prequel. You're yes. essentially just so playing I'm, the I'm first actually one able to, to play it in one. order. Yeah yeah. I would still suggest watching like a recap on the second one because like you don't really learn that much in the second game about what went on just that john marston was a part of dutch's gangs and things went bad yeah so like right. you know if you know that part of the story it adds some weight to what's going on now especially with javier and bill and dutch because those are the only three who show up javier is one. badass yeah, yeah. Javier i like him a lot kicks ass you know yep. i love javier and John, John is John Marston. Mm-hmm. You know, playing the first one, I have like you know, there's just that. He's John Marston. He kicks ass. You get badass. to see how he got that big scratch on his face. You and, did. You, know, you yeah. did. And that was. I mean, okay. Overall, the game is fantastic. Gameplay is great. Storyline is great. Characters are awesome. Like it's just like how you were saying earlier that there's so much depth to your own inner circle that you still need to learn about everybody. I know. It's crazy. And it's it's cool having the ability to spend time doing that and then going into town and meeting new people and having, you know, you meet the guy who has who runs the stable. So you get acquainted with him. You yeah. figure out that if you have your horse papers, you can actually sell them for a higher price. Oh, you can? I didn't know that. Yeah, because I remember you're returning like a stolen horse. Yeah. And he's like, oh, do you have your paper? Oh, you have yeah. your papers with it? <clears throat> 
And when you tell him no, he says, well, it affects the price on the horse. So always remember that if you steal a horse and you take it to the stable to sell it, you're only going to yeah. get like a, like a buck or two out of it. But I got a real cool, a real cool horse through the downloadable content that you get when you buy the premium, you know, the creamlium version of it. And so I did that. Horse is badass. Got a big ponytail on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> what well, did you name your horse? Have you guys named your horses? G- yeah, Gooby. Gooby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my, my horse is Gooby. My name, mine's named Mint. 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 Like with a Y. Just mint. No, just mint. I'm named mine Bojack, like Bojack Horseman. I tried to do Gooch, and they told me that it was a profanity. There's check. a filter. I think it's because of the online. That's yeah. what I thought too, but I was you like, you also oh, can't use on. boner, which people on the internet are mad about. All right, we are about 40 minutes. I don't want to go too long. I do want to touch on a second that this game is absolutely gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And I feel like I was about to get caught in the middle of a thunderstorm or tornado at one point, and I'm like, oh my god, the weather is so fucking cool. It's dynamic, Mm. it's cool, and it adds a whole new difficulty to the gameplay, too. Just like the way the sunsets look and, you know, the environments change, but it feels natural. Like, if you're going up into the mountains, slowly you get more evergreens and snow, and then suddenly you're in the winter, and you're like... it, it's not like a hard zone shift like it usually is. You know? Right, yeah. right. Beautiful. Well, it's like in the first one, you know, you go from like black water to the woods. And then when you get to the woods, all of a sudden it's snowing. And you're like, wait, yeah. what? What the, the fuck? The full 3D rendering of everything you can pick up. Like when you go in the general store and you can just browse the shelves. That shit's so cool. That's yeah. cool. kind of obnoxious when you're trying to loot someone's house. But it's really cool. <laughs> when you're <laughs> in the grocery stores and stuff. And then the catalog system too is really yeah. cool. yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you haven't checked it out and you're a big fan of the first one, do yourself a favor and just buy the game and just have a blast. Because 60-hour campaign can't get better than that. Then when yeah. the online version comes out, you'll have it. You'll ha- you would have had enough time to actually play and get used to it. So when you're online with the rest of us, you can actually partake in the parlay and have some fucking fun. And even if you've never played the previous game, I can say. It doesn't matter. It's a great. It's a great game. Yeah. There you go. That's our ringing endorsement for Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we knew we were going to talk about and it. Speaking of endorsements, you can get kicked off a college football team for having endorsements. So let's talk about college football. Very true. <laughs> Very true. We're working on a transition game here. Okay. We're trying and, to make um, them flow more naturally. <laughs> if you're going on the fact of college football, I have had a pretty rough weekend actually coming to terms to the fact that the not the Seahawks sorry not the Seahawks that the Husky season is officially they're not even in the 25 anymore man. nope they're over the season is done it's sad they st- yeah of course they still have some weeks to play but if you watch college football and you know the system their year is done they're yeah. gonna get a shitty bowl game against a shitty of team course. and they're gonna blow them out and they're gonna go into next season and they're gonna they're gonna start all over again but Coming, coming back to this, you know, to the UW team, they're not a bad team. The offense is good. They're a little banged up, but they're still they're still efficient and they're still good. Defense, they held Cal to six points. You know, Chris Peterson did something pretty controversial and pulled Jake Browning out yesterday, put in the backup QB, threw a 36-yard fucking pick six, and that's what lost us the game. That was the only other points that they – that was the only touchdown Cal scored. Yeah. So – that game was brutal. It was brutal to watch. Yeah. It sucked to sit through. But I will do that any day with the Washington Huskies, no matter how True bad they are. True fan, it's brutal. huh? 
And as as like a Washington Husky <laughs> fan, the big goal for for them, of course, is getting into the playoffs, sneaking into the. We have to say sneaking into the playoffs. You know why? Because the playoff system in the NCAA sucks. It's so sneaking. Broken. Okay, so the reason we wanted to talk about this topic is because I saw a few weeks ago two back-to-back topic or stories on ESPN. The first one was about how UCF has no chance of making it into the college football playoff system. The second story, Which literally right next to it, was how a two-loss team is probably going to make the college football playoff system. Now, UCF went undefeated last year, finished like ranked 10th. This year, they're undefeated again. They haven't lost a game since the AutoNation Cure Bowl on December 17th, 2016. Do you know how long ago that was? Barack Obama was still president the last time they lost a game, okay? I hadn't even met my fiancé, or I hadn't started dating my fiancé yet. I mean, that's over two years, and they have no chance of making the college football playoff system because the whole thing is fucking rigged. No team outside of the Power Five conferences will probably ever make the playoff system. And I'm not going to say they promised it, but a lot of the things the big coaches were saying was that if UCF went undefeated again, they'd probably get into the college football playoff. We can't let you in this time. You don't have the legacy to prove that you're a good team, which is bullshit because college rosters turn over so much from year to year because you have at most five years there if you redshirt, which you can't even play, you know? So that's bullshit. So I feel like I've solved this problem, okay? Right now we have four teams, and there's no restrictions on conference or anything. There are ten conferences yeah. in the NCAA. The and Power it's usually five. one fucking conference in the playoffs. Anyway, keep going. Keep yeah, going. I know. Well, the SECs, they run the whole goddamn show. Anyways, there's the Power Five. Those are the big ones. And then the Group of Five, or the rest of them. I don't know why they call them the Group of Five. It's just stupid. But anyways, here is my solution, okay? You take the, the, the final game will still be played on the same day. National Championship game, Levi Stadium on January 7th. That's fine. Even the, the two before, it will be the same as well on the 29th. Then we're going to start moving things around. So that would be the Capital One Orange Bowl and the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. I really hate how ridiculously corporate sponsored these things are. <laughs> the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Okay, first of all, Goodyear has nothing to do with cotton. And second of all, how is this classic? Anyways, anyways, moving on. I would put the second round, I would take the remaining New Year's Bowl. So that would be the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, PlayStation yeah. Fiesta Bowl, Rose Bowl presented by Northwestern Mutual, and the All-State Sugar Bowl. And then also the Capital One Orange Bowl. Sugar. Or sorry, no, 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 that's before. So that, those four would be the semifinal games. Move those back to 12-22. Okay? So we're done with the college football season by now, I think. I didn't actually double-check that. Then the first round can just be a rotating eight bowl games because those those are going to be the your seven major bowl games every year. You right. have those ones and then the college football playoff championship. Which so I just decided to pick Vito, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but <laughs> college not. football bowl games they seem to add more and more every year and the corporate sponsorships are getting so absurd. I got a list of the my eight favorite ones that I found while looking this up. So these are all actual bowl games that will be played this year. <clears throat> The Cheez-It Bowl. <laughs> the Dollar General Bowl. Oh, my God. The Camping World Bowl. The Red Box Bowl. And guess what? The Huskies are going to fall bowl. into either one of those against like a <laughs> shitty two-lane team. Outback Bowl. Like Outback Steakhouse? I don't It just says Outback. 
Oh, boy. The Citrus Bowl. Not to be confused with the Orange, orange bowl. bowl. Citrus yeah. Bowl is also something we sell at Met Mart. There you go. <laughs> the, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. I don't know what tax, tax Slayer, software has yeah. to do with alligators, but sure. And then this is probably my favorite favorite one. The famous it's because of the government's lizard people. The famous Idaho <laughs> Potato Bowl. Famous Idaho Potatoes, corporate sponsor of a bowl. Anyways, we put all those bowl games on the 15th. That's the first round. You take the championship from all 10 of your 10 major conferences plus six at-large teams gives you a 16 teams, and we've solved this whole yeah. problem. So I've got a core, uh, core question for you guys here on the, uh, the, the ball front here. Okay. What is a bowl? A bowl game is like, it's kind of like the postseason of college football. So it's like each team will play their season and they have to get a certain amount of wins to be bowl game eligible. And bowl games go into your, you get like a trophy and they go back to your university. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you win the game, you're bringing something home. You're bringing a trophy home. But then... Now you're dealing with too many of these stupid trophies, and it you just looks dumb. You don't even have dumb. to win more games than you lose to be bowl eligible anymore. Yeah, it's just so turning into a, yeah, it's just turning into everybody's going to have a bowl game at the end of the year. So it, once you lose maybe one to two games, you're out of the playoffs. You're done. So if well, you it, lose with the current system, yes, it, within the current system, if you're not in the powerhouse, <clears throat> you know, on the east side powerhouse. If you're on like the Pac-12, like all you know the the West Coast teams and stuff like that, it's harder for the West Coast teams to get into the playoffs than it is for let's say Auburn or Ohio State or Alabama, just because they're in that SEC conference. And even if a team in that conference is unranked and they're they're shitty, you know, all of a sudden it's like they're still in the SEC. They're still a powerhouse team, even though they're shitty this year. Auburn beat them out by 56 points, whatever, that they still counted as like a big win. And they don't have to fall into this legacy nonsense either. Like if, I don't know, Georgia State or Missouri went undefeated in the SEC next year, they'll be in the playoffs even if they lose th their three opening games or whatever. And they don't have any history of success as a college football team. So it's so stupid. I mean, it's just dumb. Like, I, I don't understand why anyone would defend it. I mean... Yeah. The, the current playoff state, nobody will defend it. I get if people want to do, like, maybe maybe not a 16 team, but I get why people would want to do an 8. But I'm on... I'm fully on board. I mean, Mike Leach, the, the head coach of Wazoo, he, he's on board with a 16 game, or like a 16 team playoff system. Because it makes sense. You get division leaders in there. You can bring in the chance. You can bring in the chance for teams like UCF, which my my what I'm gonna get with you on UCF is yeah they're a great team. They're undefeated. Last year would have been the team that they should have made the playoffs. You know they're undefeated and they beat big names last year. This year they haven't played anybody good. They 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 won't play anybody good all year. And that's just like that's what they take into consideration that's with fine. it. My but they're still they're still blowing these teams out yes. of the water, and and they're still a great team. I'm not knocking them off. I think you know. I mean, my they're counter, a really cool. They're a cool story. My counterpoint to that would be, I mean, you have to schedule these out of conference games like five to ten years in advance. Yeah. And at this point, there's no reason for a Power Five conference team to ever agree to play UCF because 
if they lose, it looks really bad for them. So why, you know, Alabama is going to keep scheduling like a made up like Morehead State or whatever Division three school they want that they can beat by a hundred points. You know, like we'll just take <laughs> this into consideration. All right, they're playing a school called Capital one week before their last game of the year. Who, who Alabama is? Alabama yeah, is playing exactly. a school named Capital. <laughs> what the fuck do they tell this school? You know, this poor Capital school. They're they're up against. Well, the the power, the college football team, you know, Alabama is number one and they're number one for a reason. They're they're all five star recruits. They're a bunch of, you know, they're a bunch of talented kids and they they play their asses off and they're going to just obliterate this team. Yeah. And it just makes you think, like, do they really feel good about those wins? Like, do they really feel like they're com- like they're they're completing something or proving themselves when they beat a shitty team like that? They played almost no ranked teams this year, and they're gonna play an Auburn team who started off great, kind of lost their mojo along the way, and they're they're probably gonna obliterate them too. And then boom, Alabama is in the playoffs every year since the playoff system started. Yeah, I know. Which even even so- with. Even with an eight-team or a sixteen-team playoff system, they'd make the playoffs. So it seems to me, with the current system, that they're pro- that it seems like they just want lots of different teams to participate, so that they can have lots of advertisement rather than like it being like an actual system that is geared towards like progression of mm-hmm. getting better. Well, the problem was before they were just pick the top two teams, and then if you have three undefeated teams from power conferences, somebody's just left out in the cold, you know, and they can't do anything about it. Like the reason it is this way is because like those power five conferences have all the money, and they make more money by playing more games, so they're going to keep doing it. So that you know, a few years ago, so the SEC is divided into two divisions, East and West. Two of the teams from the same division were put in the playoffs. One of them didn't even make the conference championship, for Christ's sake. Like, there needs to be... I just believe in a meritocracy, and I, I understand the argument that 16 teams might be too many. But like I said, we have 10 conferences, so I feel like every conference champion should get to go to the game. And if Alabama's convinced they can beat, you know, who, New Hampshire or whoever comes out of the Colonial Athletic Conference by 100 points, prove it, you know? Because if you, I feel like if you're a division champion and you haven't lost a game since the Obama administration... Other teams should have to prove they're better than you, by not by some computer saying that the teams you beat aren't as good as the teams they beat, so therefore they're going to beat you. Like, well, why don't we just play each other? Get this computer nonsense out of here. That's for nerds, you know? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, rant it's, over. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty annoying. You know, I think, I think the playoff system is, is pretty dumb. I'm tired of seeing Alabama and Clemson play in the national championship. Didn't even watch the national championship last year. I couldn't care less because I had to watch it the year before that. <laughs> I just don't yeah. I don't give a shit about watching. It's just almost like the NBA. I don't care about watching Cleveland play Golden State six fucking years in a row or however long they've played. It's boring. It's boring. Yes. That's why when the Celtics were on the come up and they were they were close to going this year to the to the finals, I was excited because maybe I'll be able to watch a finals that's not Cleveland, it's Golden State. Definitely not going to be Cleveland, Golden State this year. So no, because <laughs> Cleveland just fired their head coach. Awful. So oh. if we're gonna, if we're going to, if we're talking some major sports or like you know, major league sports, that the the MLB 
Oh the man, World the World Series is it's it's a doozy. You know, I think that yeah. game, the game, what was seven hours and twenty minutes? The eighteen inning game. Yeah. Eighteen innings on That's Friday. Nice. That is insane. And then you know those guys get up the next day and have to do it all over again. That is. That's grinding. Well, right did there. you watch the game on the next day? I did not watch that game. The Dodgers had a four-run lead after six innings. The Dodgers are fifty-four and zero when they have a four-run lead after ever this season, and they lost. Damn. <laughs> they gave up four run, or they didn't. The Red Sox didn't score a run until the seventh, and then they tied it in the eighth and top of the ninth. They broke it open, and then the Dodgers almost came back in the bottom of the inning. It was crazy. It was so crazy. yeah, and then um, moving into moving into the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say uh, the Giants are terrible, and I couldn't watch them, and I can't listen to announcers say Eli's not the problem when you watch him stand back there like a deer in the headlights, hold the ball for five seconds, and then get sacked seven times. Like, he has enough time to throw a pass to the flat to Saquon, who's open pretty much all the time. And yeah, it's not good. Getting sacked seven times is <clears throat> not as much on your offensive, or it is on your offensive line, it's also on the quarterback. Well, and I feel like the defense doesn't play that bad, but then, like, they just get so deflated. Like, they get a turnover, they get the ball at the 35, and then the Giants have to pump from their own 42 because they got pushed back. You know, they can't get anything going on offense, or they just throw interceptions, and then eventually something bad happens. Adrian Peterson breaks a 60-yard run, and suddenly they're down 20 points again, you know? Like, you score three points all game, you're going to lose, you know? The Redskins would have lost to, I believe, 75% of the other teams scored more points than they did today. They just happened to play the Giants, so they won. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's nothing left to say about them. So, What's your guys' record ever since that yacht photo? Is it 4 and 24? Oh, man, that yacht photo. That, <laughs> dude, that, that Cause they, they, makes me they laugh. They won the wild card game, but that, then it was, yeah, the wild card game they won. They won they, the wild card, then they, they went the and took game. that yacht photo. Oh, it was it after the wild they card took game? The, oh, yeah, they took that yacht photo before they played Green Bay. So then 4 and 13, 5. They're 5 and 21 since that <laughs> yacht photo was taken. <laughs> that is wow. hilarious. But getting back to your point on the quarterback, I will say something real quick, you know. I got to get the Seahawks in here. So speaking of the Seahawks, they won today. Big game. Awesome. They played great. Russell Wilson had a perfect passer rating. Um, David Moore, the wide receiver, young guy for the Seahawks, really had a good showing today, 97 yards and a touchdown. And, you know, Chris Carson's just out there. He's running the ball. He's grinding. It looks They look great. And they went from the worst O-line in the league, you know, like one of the worst O-lines in the league. To now they're being considered one of the best offensive lines in the league because of how well Russell Wilson has been able to work with that offense. And a lot of that offensive line issue wasn't on the guys themselves. It was on a lot of it was on Russell Wilson. And I think finally mm. it took a new coach to kind of tell him, stop fucking around. You have a pocket. I know he's small, so he has to scramble. But you have a pocket, don't fuck around, take it easy, don't run 28 yards behind you and try to like do a 360 turnaround and trip on the ground and get sacked for a fucking 20-yard loss. He stopped, he stopped doing that. And heave it the whole, like, I'm fucking he has Madden. stopped doing that. The Seahawks have been running the ball. It looks good. The Seahawks are looking good. I'm really hoping that they can keep this momentum going. I know as we speak right now, Green Bay is playing the Rams. And, you know, the Raiders were losing to the Colts. 
But anyway, you guys, we would like to thank you guys for tuning in with us on episode two. We really enjoy doing this podcast with you guys. We want to say thanks to our friends that make it possible. Thanks to our work for making it possible. And um, Vito, I believe you have a coffee shop that you know is, is willing to open ears to us. You can check them out. Vito, tell us a little bit about that coffee shop, will you? Yeah, so it's on um, uh, 35th and 55th, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, Seattle Sunshine Coffee. Is the best coffee I've ever had. <laughs> I go there on the reg just because it's good. Um, you can, like always, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I got you can that. check us out at our website, thebeefyboys.com. Just, it's just beefyboys.com. Just beefyboys.com. Yeah. I got it open here. So on Twitter, we're at beefy underscore boys. Instagram, at beefyboysbudclub. And boys is spelled with an I. B-O-I-S. On all of these. The Facebook is facebook.com slash beefyboys. Go ahead. Give us a like, comment, subscribe. We do love to read all your comments. Oh, yeah. I did promise I would answer. The only question we got asked this week was what hair care products we all use by Tim (laughs) Mahoney. Uh, I use a Dove 2-in-1 shampoo and conditioner and then... My lovely fiance brushes my hair about three times a week because she's the best. You're like a um, horse. You have like horse hair. She calls me her pretty pony. <laughs> <laughs> Probably also, something you shouldn't say to the other beefy boys, man. I was a, we'll get you back on that one when we're no, drinking whatever. sometime. <laughs> um, as far as hair products for me, uh, I don't know too much about them. I, I know my girlfriend is great on figuring out stuff that works well with my curly ass hair. So she actually is the reason why my hair is so curly and it's so, you know, it's soft. Naturally, my hair is curly, but she finds the right things that won't irritate my scalp. That's about, <laughs> I mean, that's the best description I can give for my All right. for my hair product. And Vito? I use uh, Dr. Bronner's uh, peppermint soap. Ah, yes, the crazy man. Okay. Yep, and yeah, I, so. I, I use that as a three-in-one. Ah, the so body we're gonna wash. So we're going we're gonna to be wrapping it up here. I just want to give one more thank you out to our friends, Jake Crocker and Mexi Jake, for telling us a little bit about their music, telling us a little bit about themselves, letting me talk about their history, me with them, and and be sure to check them out. We will put the links in the, descrip- in the description of the podcast. And, and we are on iTunes now, so like, share, subscribe, write us a review, say how great we are. Five stars only. All righty. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody have a great time.